Hello and welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books. And we are doing that by having our own little book club to spur each other on, continue our reading habit. And we have just finished our third book club, which was The Salt Path by Raina Wynn. So we're going to let you know our thoughts, our concluding thoughts on the book, give you our rating, and then introduce you to our fourth book club book which will be starting in the new year so Claire what did you think of The Salt Path? Um, I've really enjoyed it Um, I do think towards the end it it sort of got more like oh we're in the rain we're out the rain It, it got a bit more like that it was quite interesting to see that they what happened in the shed wasn't it? It was I found you know as you said the end of the book kind of got into a repetitive notion. It wasn't as exciting or as thrilling as the beginning part. And I did find after the shed, the book for me lost pace because we were on this path and then all of a sudden we weren't. And even though they revisited the path and they finished it at the end of the book, there was such a disconnect between the two journeys because wild camping was illegal when they went back the second time. So it had such a different note the last, like, 70 pages of the book. And I'm not sure... I liked it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as the beginning half. I would agree with you. Um, I I just felt perhaps... Yeah, they they sort of revisited the path and it was just like, shall we just end this as quickly as we can? So... it didn't go into so much detail about things that happened on the path like it did in the first part of the book. So, but I did quite like when they, I felt really sad for them because they like were in that shed, weren't they? And they, mm. they'd basically, it was, they'd done this shed up. They'd like done the floors, the walls, they'd put in a kitchen, they'd put in a fire, they were doing everything, weren't they? Only to be told, well, I don't know whether we need to reveal that really, but I guess no, you know, that, it was some I, sad news, wasn't it? It was. But, and it was kind of annoying because this childhood friend was like, you can live there as long as you want. Yes. Actually, there was strings attached. And yes, they had so many charitable acts when they were on the walk. But yeah. actually, their, their friends weren't as charitable as random strangers. No, exactly. Which is, which is a bit disappointing, isn't it? Um, it was quite interesting, um, the job she took on. Oh, she? yeah, she she started shearing sheep, shearing didn't she? Shearing sheep, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was so random, wasn't it? I was like... Yeah, you know, it was really random. In the interim, he was, like, doing up a house and she was shearing sheep. And I was like, this is such a crazy part of the book. Yeah. It yeah. felt, like I said, it was such a disconnect. It was like a break in everything. Yeah. And it was, a bit, it was a bit jarring. It took me away from all of the other stuff that she'd spent so long building, you know, the narrative. Well, it was almost like a a repeat of what had happened at the start of the path last time where they they got stronger with the walking. It kind of came more naturally to them, didn't it? It didn't seem such a feat as it appeared in the start of the book. But I suppose that's because they got fitter Mm. and they were just better at doing what they were doing. And it wasn't new. Yeah, they went back to the walk with better equipment, so they yes. they knew more about what was happening. Yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah. kind of interesting because they couldn't do any wild camping, so there was a lot of mm. instances 
which were a bit tense, like when they were in the city and they had to sleep in the yes. city. And oh, yeah. The difference yes. between that and just like sleeping, you know, on yeah. the cliffside. It was it was an interesting. It's funny that uh, in the homeless community is that you, you can't just set up camp somewhere because you might be setting up camp in somebody else's place sort of thing. It was it's quite scary that bit actually. That bit was scary. Like she was on edge mm. and you know, at the end of the book she talks about homelessness and how many people are homeless and how they don't all have drug addictions, but just that one instance of her in a city, it kind of affirms that it is a big problem still. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But um you'll have to read the book to see if they complete yeah. the path. And there is something really nice that happens at the end. At the end as well. Um, but we're not going to reveal that. No, of course not. not. It was such a lovely ending. And yes. I read the, really the acknowledgements at the end because I always love reading author acknowledgements. And the, the people she said thanks to, you know, were all the people along the way in the story. And that was really nice. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Because she's written two other books, and I'm just like, yes. what happens in like what happens in her life that warrants two other books? Yeah. And regardless of the story, it's still quite inspiring what they did and how they got out of Very, being yeah. homeless to you know becoming a published author. Yeah, exactly. Interesting book. What are you giving it? I would give it a renew. When I started reading this book, I felt like, oh my gosh, I can't put it down. It was such a lovely escape. But for me, it did peter out near the end and I was beginning, you know, reading those last 80 pages. It took me a whole week. Mm. I struggled. It struggled to keep my attention. And I think because of that, it, it's gone to renew status rather than overdue, even though I did yeah. enjoy my time with it. Um, I'm the same. I, I, um, I'm giving it a review as well. I really enjoyed the book. I, I mean, I love reading books about people's journeys and what I liked about it is the fact that it read like a story I quite mm. enjoyed that um but like you it just petered out a little bit towards the end but there were still some interesting bits like the homelessness in the city stuff like that and the uh, doing the, in the shed doing the, the sheep shearing and stuff which just interesting little bits but the like walk kind of came, became the background bit of it mm, it did it did um, so if you want a book that is all about escapism, which will take you to the countryside of Cornwall and uplift your spirits, this is definitely one that you shouldn't miss out on. It is, a, I would say, a must read if you are looking for those things in a book. But if uh, you're not a fan of The Hobbit, I'll, I'll give it a pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, Claire, it's, it's up to you now. What is our fourth book club book? Uh, well, interestingly, um, it is another non-fiction book. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah. So um, back in when we worked in the library, this book came in as a YA book. So it was written, it's actually an adult book, but it, we had the YA version of it, didn't we? Mm. And um, it is Becoming by Michelle Obama. Oh, wow. I wanted to yeah. read this book so bad, but a mm. teacher took it out and never returned yeah. it. She returned exactly. it the day I left. So I never yeah. got to read it. And I believe she's bought out another book, hasn't she? She has, recently. recently. So this yeah. is on trend, Claire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you trending? So we're going to read that. 
<laughs> and I picked up her. I've managed to pick up a, a copy from the local library, which is good. So I'm using my library, which yes. is always good. Very good. Obviously, Michelle Obama is wife of Barack Obama, uh, who was the president of the USA, and it's her story, really. But I feel like there's going to be so much to discuss in this story. I feel politics for me is like another world. American yeah. politics feels like a soap opera. So I'll be really interested to discuss the political landscape she might mention. But also, I think her life story might be very interesting. Yeah, I think it will be. So uh, the blurb on the back, shall I read that? Yeah. An intimate, powerful and inspiring memoir by the former First Lady of the United States. When she was a little girl, Michelle Robinson's world was the south side of Chicago where she and her brother Craig shared a bedroom in their family's upstairs apartment and played catch in the park, where her parents, Fraser and Marion Robinson, raised her to be outspoken and unafraid. But life soon took her much further afield from the halls of Princeton, where she learned for the first time what it felt like to be the only black woman in a room, to the glassy office tower where she worked as a high-powered corporate lawyer, and where, one summer morning, a law student named Barack Obama appeared in her office and upended all her carefully made plans. So that's oh, the first wow. bit of that. Mm. I think her life is going to be interesting. Look at us becoming a non-fiction podcast. I know. I know. Shall I read the paragraph of the preface? Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah. So March 2017... When I was a kid, my aspirations were simple. I wanted a dog. I wanted a house that had stairs in it, two floors for one family. I wanted, for some reason, a four-door station wagon instead of the two-door Buick that, that was my father's pride and joy. I used to tell people that when I grew up, I was going to be a paediatrician. Why? Because I loved being around little kids and I quickly learned it was a pleasing answer for the adults to hear. Oh, a doctor. What a good choice. In those days, I wore pigtails and bossed my older brother around and managed always and no matter what to get A's at school. I was ambitious, though I didn't know exactly what I was shooting for. Now I think it's one of the most useless questions an adult can ask a child. What do you want to be when you grow up? As if growing up is finite. As if some point you become something and that's the end. So far in my life, I've been a lawyer. I've been a vice president at hospital and the director of a non-profit that helps young people build meaningful careers. I've been a working class black student at a fancy mostly white college. I've been the only woman, the only African in all sorts of rooms. And it goes on. Wow. I feel like we've built ourselves up for this book because we've done the non-fiction of Rona Wynne, which was very mm. story driven. It felt like reading a, a narrative book, you know? And this one feels like proper biography style. Yeah. And it's our, our chunkiest book yet. Oh, my it's goodness. It's chunky, yeah. isn't I mean, it? Yeah, it is, it is pretty chunky. It's 421 pages. We're starting the new year off with a big, right. chunky book. We're stretching ourselves here, Claire. Yeah. Pushing our reason. I know, limit. and there's me always saying, I never want to do books over under <laughs> over 300 pages 
I this is a good New Year's resolution. We're starting well. Yeah. Um, so we will be reading Becoming by Michelle Obama in mm. the new year because next week we're going to be doing a podcast all about our favourite reads of the year. So me and Claire will be summing up our favourite books that we started obviously in January. So a lot of those books you might not even know about if you didn't follow us on our previous podcast when we worked in the library. So we will be starting to read Becoming by Michelle Obama on the 9th of January. So you've got until the 9th of January to pick up this book from your library, the shop, the Kindle store, friends, family. You know, you've got time to get this book ready for when we start it in the new year. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. I'm really, really excited because I've wanted to read this book for ages and this will give me the motivation to do it. What are you reading at the moment though? Well, last... Last podcast, you chose my next book, which was Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I have to admit, even though we've had longer between podcasts, I haven't done a lot of reading. It took me so long to finish The Salt Path. I don't know what was wrong with my headspace, but reading just wasn't working. So I'm only two chapters in to this book. And so far, I'm enjoying it. It reads very much like her other books. She kind of writes fiction stories, but it always feels like a biography. So, like, you're reading about a real person, but they're not real. Mm. <laughs> so she kind of goes through yeah. their life and the drama. And, and and so far, we learned that Carrie, you know, she's a Grand Slam title in tennis. This new up-and-coming tennis player has just equaled her title. So she's coming out of retirement to make sure her title isn't beaten. Um, so she's retraining as a tennis player to win another Grand Slam or stop this other woman from winning another Grand Slam. And at the moment, we're just learning about her background and that her father's from Argentina um, and the training aspect of it and the history with her her mum dying and stuff. So it's very early doors, but it, mm. it's such a... The way Taylor Jenkins Reid writes is so addictive like you just can't stop reading it I, I don't know what she does with her words but it they're always great books Ooh, there you go sounds intriguing. <laughs> I think I would enjoy that one because it's I think tennis. you would you would <laughs> so I was going to do the little game with you but you started another books. book because I saw I on Instagram yeah I started another book yeah, very, disappointed. Twitter, yeah. very disappointed very disappointed yeah you put it on Instagram Oh, did I put it on Instagram? I put it I, on my own account. You put it on your yeah. own account. And then I liked it with Learning Lounge. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? My game has been taken away from me. Oh, no. Well, I didn't have a book to start and I needed to start a book. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have to start it. And now I have wanted to read this one, which is um, Goodnight, Steve McQueen by uh, yeah. Louise Wenner. And Louise Wenner is the lead singer of the indie band Sleeper. Right up your street. It is about a boy who is called Steve McQueen, and he was named after Steve McQueen, (laughs) which I think is just like just a nightmare for him because obviously he's nothing like Steve McQueen. And um, I've only really just started it, but uh, it's he's dreamt of being a pop star since he was thirteen years old. And at the age of 29, he's still dreaming. And now he faces a dilemma. His girlfriend, Alison, wants him to sort his life out. She's given him an ultimatum. If 
find a record deal by the end of the year or find a new girlfriend. And that's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I'm at that part in the book where Alison has given him kind of this ultimatum. And she's actually disappearing off to Belgium um, for work and for six months. And he's worried now that he's, she's going to go off with some Belgian bloke. The, it's kind of set in like the 80s, which is quite good. So oh, it's you got, love that. Of, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff sort of said and a lot of things that, because it starts off with him as a young boy, as a 13-year-old boy and stuff like that. And what you can imagine 13-year-old boys get up to and stuff. and. <laughs> I don't want um, to imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a little bit like that. But it's quite funny. It's got some bits in it that do make you titter a bit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm quite quite looking forward to reading reading it. And uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it. So this is my partner, Richard's book. He's had it for ages. And it's been sitting on the shelf. But obviously, because I was reading... Lots of YA. I never got around to reading it, so I've picked it up. And it's, it's the book I'm reading now. Did he... Go on. I was going to say, did he ever finish Convenience Store Woman? Because we passed that on to him. Yes, he did. What did he and think? He really, he really liked it. Yeah. Oh! He really enjoyed it. Yeah, he did like it. You see, guys, if you've been following the podcast from Early Doors, that was our first ever book club, and you should definitely yeah. read it. Yeah, he did enjoy it. I think he enjoyed the quirkiness of it. I think he felt a bit sorry for her. And, uh, you know, yeah, he, he 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 commented quite a lot on the characters that we commented on and, you know, particularly that, the bloke who was living with her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great book. So weird. I kind of want to read her other one called Earthlings, but I've heard there's a bit of cannibalism in it. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> interesting. She's an interesting author. Oh, but uh, yeah, so that's where where I'm up with my reading. So I shall read that over the Christmas holidays. Brilliant. And see how we go. So as always, as I, I plug it every time, but follow us on Instagram at Lounging With Books. Claire is keeping the Instagram up to date with some great pictures. I need to post some more book stuff because I have neglected the account, but I'm going to... Yes, you need to do some I, fancy ones. I know. I'm going to do um, that, a book. That fancy a book. one you do. Yeah. <laughs> the fancy one. I'm going to do a book flicker. There you go. I'm calling it a book flicker. Uh, of the sanatorium and I will be posting that tonight or within the week so you can get a flavour of what the sanatorium is about by Sarah Pierce. and next week it is going to be an amazing podcast it's going to be our final one of 2022 where me and Claire sum up our favourite books of the year so if you're looking for that last minute Christmas present me and Claire might have you covered with some books that we've read over the year. It will be a mixture of adult and YA because mm. till June we were both reading quite a lot of YA. So there will be a nice blend, I think, of fiction. And then after next week, we will be on a hiatus, which I'll obviously remind you of in the next podcast. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.